There are no secrets to success, just things you haven't learned yet. And once you learn them, it's up to you to apply them. I'm Jamal, AKA Boss Eagle, billboard charting hip hop artist and music business coach. Join me as we talk digital marketing, social media, technology, and more, and share interviews with industry professionals to help you unlock the secrets and take control of your music career. Because we are the new music business, and this is the Indie Musician Secrets Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the Indie Musician Secrets Podcast. I am your host, Jamal, aka Boss Eagle, Billboard Charting Hip Hop Artist and Music Business Coach at Business Minded Musicians, and I want to welcome you to today's episode, part three of the 21 Ways to Make Money as a Musician. But before we dive into that, I do just want to remind you that you can stream the podcast on all of your favorite platforms, and if you wouldn't mind, I would greatly appreciate if you leave a review, leave a rating. Uh, You can also download, subscribe, all that good stuff that would help to continue to push the podcast forward. So uh, we're using the Bandzoogle blog post entitled uh, 21 Ways to Make Money as a Musician. This is part three. If you want to go back and check out the previous two episodes, we cover the other 14 uh, items as well. So again, thank you to Bandzoogle for the blog. But without further ado, let's jump right in. Number 15 is to license your music. So licensing your music means if you get your song in a uh, a film or a TV show, a commercial, et cetera, the productions of those um, projects, they have to pay a licensing fee to you. So what will happen is, let's say if you actually wrote and um, and you made the song, it's your original song, they're actually going to have to pay for two different licenses. The first one is the master use. That's for the master copy. That's the actual recording of the song. And then the other license they have to pay for is the sync license and that's uh, or synchronization license. And so that's to actually sync the sound to the picture. Okay, so that's all sync means. Um, This is an awesome option. If uh, sync licensing is something that you are interested in, this is definitely something I'm interested in and doing as well. Um, The fees can vary a little bit um, or they can actually vary greatly depending on the budget for the project, the size of the project. Um, how much they want to use your song. So, you know, if it's like kind of a, a smaller regional spot, say for a commercial versus a, a national Honda commercial or a, a big, you know, blockbuster film or something like that, or a movie trailer, it might be, you know, those those um, fees are going to vary. You could actually compose music for film and TV, or you can consider licensing your songs if you've already got them recorded, and that can be a great source of revenue for you. I want to also share real quick before I go on to the next one, I want to share with you a course that I'm actually in right now. So yes, I have paid, uh, invested into this course called Advanced Sync Strategies for Film, TV, and Video Games. It's taught by a guy named Vo Williams, who's an independent artist. He's an independent hip hop artist, and he's made an awesome living getting his music placed in film, TV shows, trailers, video games, commercials. He's had over a thousand placements, such as PlayStation, Mercedes, NBA, the UFC. He actually, I think last year, and I think also this year too, um, has done the music for the Stanley Cup um, as well. So kind of the NHL playoffs and stuff. Um, He's had uh, his stuff in Lethal Weapon, uh, Empire, Ballers, you know, The Rocks show and everything like that too, Atlanta, et cetera, et cetera. So definitely if you're interested in learning how to get your music um, licensed for 
you know, TV, film, video games, etc. Definitely check out Vo's course, Advanced Sync Strategies for Film, TV, and Video Games. I'll leave a link in the description in the show notes as well if you want to check that out. One thing to remember, though, is that the course only opens twice a year. So depending on when you're hearing this, um, if you go to that link, the course may not be open at that time. But just keep that in mind that the course does open twice a year. Um, I'll leave the link in the show notes for that. Number 16 is social video monetization. So this is on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Triller. You can actually earn money when your music is used for video content on social media platforms. And the fees can vary depending on the platform. Um, So you wanna make sure that you've opted in with your digital distributor. So just go into your TuneCore, your CD Baby, et cetera, and just make sure that you set that up. I, I don't know if all of them automatically do that. So again, it's something you wanna go in and make sure that that is all set up so that if, you're, if your music is being used, let's say people are um, you know, making crazy videos or skateboarding videos or whatever, and you're, they use your music, you can get actually paid for that. And so if your song is using a video that goes viral, that could that could spell out for a pretty big check for you. So again, just make sure that you're set up for social video monetization through your digital distributor. Number 17, similar to social video monetization, is making money from your YouTube channel. And this can look like a couple of different things, okay? So if your music is used in a YouTube video that's running ads, YouTube pays part of that ad money to the rights holder for the song. So again, you need to be the rights holder for the song. So that's the person who owns the master copy. Let's say somebody makes a video, they put your music in the background, and then an ad gets run. Somebody pays for YouTube ads and runs it on that video. You can get paid um, as being the the rights holder for the song. So um, this includes videos on your own YouTube channel as well as videos using your music that are not on your channel. And I've heard about this happening before. Some of you have probably um, out there have heard of Chris uh, Chris Greenwood, aka Manifest. He's a Canadian artist, and he's talked about this before too, that um, there have been, I think, either video gamers or skateboarders or something that basically took one of his songs one time and just like made this video, and then like he got all these views and stuff, so he was getting paid off of it because someone else took his song and they, they didn't take it, but they used it in a video and then posted it on YouTube and, or I think it might've been multiple people. So make sure that you have that set up again with your digital distributor. They can collect that money from YouTube for you, that content ID. So that's what you wanna make sure is set up is content ID so that you can get paid when your music is being used again on the video that an ad is being run um, on. And then also if people are using your your song for, videos you can get paid from that so that is number 17 making money from your youtube channel number 18 is sponsorships Um, this is kind of one that a lot of people are probably familiar with if you've built up a fan base whether that's local businesses music companies major brands um, they may want to sponsor you to reach your fans if you have that fan base built up so you can offer uh, those brands you can offer them visibility at your shows social media, on your YouTube channel, et cetera. This is all according to Bandzoogle. Sometimes sponsorships are paid in cash, but at first, as Bandzoogle says, it's possible that it'd be in the form of free products, services, gear, et cetera. So that's something to think about, especially if you do plan on playing live, if you plan on going out on the road, maybe see if your hometown music store, your hometown, uh, hometown company would sponsor you. Maybe they can't front you the money, but, you know, they can they can give you gear or, you know, something like that. Or maybe, um, you know, restaurants in town, you know, every stop you're going, maybe you have a different restaurant sponsor. Maybe they just 
maybe they just feed you while you're in town and then you don't have to spend your money on food. So think about how you can even get creative with sponsorships too. It doesn't always have to be somebody giving you a bunch of cash up front, but maybe they can help you out with some gear or something else um, so that you can you know, do what you need to do out on the road or even locally um, when you're playing shows. So that is sponsorships. Number 19 is apply for music grants. As you're probably reading that blog post or you're listening to this episode, that one is probably a source of contention for a lot of people. Grants just in general, I don't care if it's music or whatever, grants are just tough. They're hard to find. Applications are so crazy in terms of like filling them out and getting all that information. But if you do find grants that are available to you, they can be an excellent form of some financial help for musicians. Grants that are available to musicians, according to the article, they're usually given out to help with writing music, recording, going on tour, etc. Um, there are some countries that have great grant programs. I will tell you that um, this year, 2022, I actually was awarded a local grant here in Colorado. I got an email late last year about a grant uh, situation. Um, and so I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll fill it out. And it does take some time to fill out, but I did. And um, I actually was awarded a grant. It was really cool. Was, there was some funding that was approved by our state legislature. And um, with the combination of, of some, some efforts here in Colorado, it was very beneficial because the grant wasn't even necessarily for making music. It was literally kind of, I think, in response a little bit to the pandemic that was like, if you need to pay your bills, do that. If you need to pay your mortgage, if you need to buy food or whatever. So grants can be a great option. Just keep your eyes open keep your ears open. And if you do have one that comes across your your email or whatever, fill it out because you never know. You never know what funds you might be able to get that could help you um, further your music career or just, you know, stay afloat so that you can, <laughs> that you can, you know, get to work or whatever you need to do so that you can keep making music. So number 20, do session work for other musicians. So this is another great way to make some extra cash if you're a singer, if you're an instrumentalist, if you know, if you play an instrument, that type of thing, um, you can do session work for other artists. Um, typically, you know, especially if you have a flexible schedule, you can get hired also to go on tour with other artists and other bands too. So that's something also consider. Um, but doing session work is a great way, I think, not only to get paid, but I would also add to, to build those relationships too, because that's what this industry is about. It's about relationships, about who you know. One website that I've found um, is, a, is a website called SoundBetter, soundbetter.com, S-O-U-N-D-B-E-T-T-E-R, soundbetter.com. And that's a great kind of uh, community of all types of people who are vocalists, producers, you know, they, they're top line writers, you know, all kinds of skills and stuff that you can find if you're looking to, to collaborate with people too. So that may even be something for you to sign up for is to get yourself on sound better so that you can be found by the people who need, you know, whatever it is, that service that you provide, whether it's being a vocalist, a songwriter, producer, et cetera. So doing session work for other musicians is another great way to make money as a musician. And lastly, number 21 is to teach music, teach your instrument. Or if you're, you know, a, a vocalist, if you can teach people how to sing, it's a great way to supplement your income. And it also allows you to hone your own craft at the same time. So you're constantly just getting better. It's like rehearsal because you're teaching someone else how to do it. One thing you could also do is, is consider creating a mini course, right? Creating a mini course and then offering one-on-one -on -one music lessons in person or online. So maybe you have a little mini course that's maybe free that you put on YouTube or something like that. Um, and then you can, you can give that away to start and then start to get people in your door. 
Um, and you can also use fan subscriptions. According to the article, you can use fan subscriptions to sell access to your materials, like more video lessons, or if you create sheet music, et cetera, et cetera. So think about teaching music um, on the side. So number 21 is to teach music and find just another revenue stream so that you can grow your career as a musician. So I hope these 21 items were helpful for you. Um, thank you again to Banzoogle for putting this together. Again, I will leave the link to the full blog post uh, in the show notes in the description so you can check that out and get more information. Uh, as we close this out, your action item is something simple. And it's just to make sure that your music is set up to collect your, your, your revenue on socials and YouTube, et cetera. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to just go back into your digital distributor account and just make sure, just make sure that you're set up for socials, make sure you're set up for YouTube uh, content ID so that you can uh, collect any of that money that might be being made from your music being used on socials. Um, and then if you've already done that, if you know that is in place, then I would say one action item for you to do is to look into that advanced sync strategies course by Vo Williams, because sync can really be a great way to make a good amount of revenue and your, your music can be being licensed anywhere all over the world. And so that could be a great opportunity because especially if you already have that music made, you don't have to make more music. You don't have to do anything. You just have to go put that in the right places for people to find your music that again is already made that you can make some money off of by it being uh, synced in TV, film, video games, etc. So first thing I want you to do, your action item is to check, make sure all your social and YouTube con content ID is set up. If that is all good, then look into that sync course and consider enrolling in that. With that said, again, if you want to get a 30-day free trial of Banzoogle plus 15% off um, for your first year on any plan, you can do that at banzoogle.com. Use the promo code bizmindedmusic, or I'll also leave a link in the description as well for you to do that. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like covered, go ahead and send me an email to questions at indiemusiciansecrets.com. Don't forget to rate and review, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. And please, please, please share this podcast with anyone that you think it would be helpful for. With that said, go out and do your action item. God bless, and I'll see you when I see you. Peace. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow the Indie Musician Secrets podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. Also, share this episode with other indie musicians you think it would be beneficial for. And for more helpful resources to help you grow your music business, visit us at businessmindedmusicians.com. I hope this episode has served you. We'll talk to you on the next episode.